0: What's good, listeners? I'm Chris Collins, your host of The Chris Collins Show.
1: And I'm Marissa Pitts, his trusty sidekick.
0: Thanks for listening to our podcast, and be sure to tune into to The Chris Collins Show live every Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific Time. And follow us on social media and check out our website at chriscollinsshow.com. Peace.
1: Ciao, bellas.
0: All right. So now we have the just talking segment. I've been waiting for this one for a really long time. We got Marcus Hawkins in the studio. And if you guys don't have him on social media, you better go follow it right about now. I mean, it's Marcus real funny. Marcus
2: real funny.
0: You can find him everywhere, right? Facebook, yep. Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. I mean, go out there and look at this cat. Is funny. He's up and coming. He's huge. You got some big shows happening yeah. that I hear.
2: Yeah, tonight we're gonna be at the Ice House, ten o'clock, stage two, and then on the eighteenth we're gonna be at Chocolate Sundays for first impressions. At That's the exciting, man. man! Like yes, that chocolate is huge.
1: Sundays. Oh yeah. yeah.
2: Chocolate Sundays like the hottest show in L.A., man. Ooh. Yeah, tell us a little bit out. more about that. Well, Chocolate Sundays, you just, for one, you never know who's going to show up. Like, yeah. Last week or two weeks ago, they had Beyonce and Jay-Z was just an audience. so Ooh. Just a whole part no of the
1: you had to be in the audience. Yeah.
2: Everybody had to turn their cameras and stuff off, but <laughs> disrespect they wishes. So it's yeah, all yeah, good. But yeah. still, just to be able to perform in front of people like wow. that, like you just never know. That could be my chance. So right. I've been waiting for this show for a cool minute. I booked it like 18 months ago. That's how long. Wow.
0: That's, that's how the long. List? 18
2: months. 18 months has been a wait list. And it's like a joke inside of comedy, like waiting on first impressions. And it got people <laughs> like a skeleton memes <laughs> and stuff like that. So it's what? just... I think
0: that's actually an interesting point because, I mean, I might as well just jump right on into it. We're talking about comedy right now, especially like the state of mind. And I thought you brought up something kind of interesting, especially something I was going to bring up because it's like, you know, you're talking about how you got Beyonce and Jay-Z when they're coming on in. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, cell phones down. You know what I'm saying? When they're in the room, cell phones down. I mean, we got comedians out there right now to this day. I mean, Dave Chappelle was out there known for this no cell phone policy. And a lot of this has been happening is because people are too sensitive. You know, we got this little PC culture where they're coming on in where they can't, you know, people like Dave Chappelle, which I'm surprised, the Dave Chappelle from Comedy Central who had no filter, no bars, picked on everything, which I loved. Now he's feeling like he's
2: shuttered back in. I, and I feel like the reason Dave do it with the phone is just so his content don't get out there.
1: That's what I thought. I feel like <laughs> <Dave, laughs> they truly at all. <laughs> don't give a damn
2: about what he say because he, he's like true to himself and he knows his art and he knows his craft. So he doesn't, right. he doesn't care. But it's just about his content getting out before he wants it out. Like, if I got a phone and I record you real quick, I could go home and practice that joke. Other people ain't seen that. Right. Then I could go to somewhere and just start hitting with your stuff. Like, oh, Marcus is hilarious, but at the same time, it's Chris's stuff. Yeah. And I stole from Chris from a whole nother show. So that's another reason to lock up your content. Like, hey, you gonna come see me? I don't need no thieves around. See, that's kind of interesting
0: because the way I kind of see it, it's it's like, are they kind of like testing out Netflix, you know, jokes or like going for the improv? Or I mean, one of the oldest incidents is like back in the day with Joe Rogan when he's calling out Carlos Mencia. You know what I'm saying? I missed that. You never saw that? No. This is where this was the
2: downfall
0: of Carlos Mencia. Like, remember he had his hot show on Comedy Central and he was doing big. He was was performing at the Laugh Factory, am I right? I mean, this
2: all happened at the Laugh Factory. All okay. of it. So what happened? Joe <laughs> wrote, yeah. Joe basically exposed him for like Joe went on stage while Carlos was on stage and told him, like, why are you always stealing our jokes? He stole Whoa. jokes from multiple, multiple comedians. Comics. And it's True, like no way. and it's like, really, you know, comics, we we hang out after the show. We got our little clicks and stuff. So when you group up and we all talking and chit chatting, and then people come on story like, Hey, such and such your joke. Yeah, he stole mine too. Like some comics. Oh, wow. Other comics no, don't tell your good stuff around.
1: Whoa. And then he was out. Isn't that interesting? Out. I wondered where he went. I had totally missed like, the whole drama. Oh, yeah. Drama. He's been
0: out. It, yeah. it, it's been crazy. That, I mean, I used to love the guy. What's crazy, you know?
2: I seen an interview, and Joe Rogan was talking about that a couple weeks ago, and he was like, he kind of he regret that he did it in a certain way that he did, because a lot of people got mad at Joe Rogan for doing that. Really, like the agency and stuff that represented him, they was like, "We can't, we can't represent you no more because what Joe Rogan did." But like Joe Rogan said, it's like you're stealing from us, man. Yeah, like, and that's wow. we called out. Yeah. I think mean, that's a big
1: thing. Well, it's funny because I, you know, as an actor, I was like, "I'm gonna be a stand-up comedian too," so I went to some classes. Well, I didn't realize how hard. It is to be a comedian because you can't steal anything you can't so I was t- you like, cannot I was like teach comedy and they're like you have to make up your own stuff and i'm like but i'm an actor i steal things and like make my own <laughs> yeah. so but you know it drives me nuts because
0: like you see those masterclass.coms. i mean those things do look cool yeah but i see the one with steve martin teaches comedy I love you to death, man, but stick to the banjo. Like, you cannot man, teach comedy. I mean, you are one of the greatest, but you just can't do it. You or Martin Short, you I know?
2: F- I feel like comedy is one of those things you, you neither got it or you don't. It's like being yeah. a leader. You can't teach somebody to be a leader. People choose to follow those leaders. So, yeah. like, I choose to find you funny or not. So, yes, yeah, yeah. it's, it's like you got it or you don't. And when you force it, it's like,
0: Ugh, Exactly. Stop. Like, a lot of the time when I'm usually, like, not trying to be funny, that's I'm funny.
2: Hilarious. <laughs> and then when I, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then true. when I try to be funny, it's like Chris, just stop. But you bro. know why you funny when you when you're not trying to be funny? Because it's true, you just being real, and people see that and real ah. recognize real. It's, yeah. like the, it's like magic at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, so like, when, it's you know, like when you know, pumpkin spice yeah. latte.
1: It just happens. <laughs>
0: it's, it's like a hashtag basic white girl. It, it just happens. Speaking
2: <laughs> my happens. language, Marcus. You're speaking my language. So that's 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 one thing I feel like when I got into this. It like drew my niche because. I come from like a talented family. All my cousins do something. I got cousins that play basketball. I got cousins that play instruments. Cousins mm-hmm. that act. And I used to always be in the back, like, let me try basketball. Like, nah, I'm not good at this. You're
0: like, I I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying Basketball, like, <laughs> uh, I hate to tell you. I'm like,
2: uh, I'm like uh, I can't. I can't act that good. <laughs> little either.
0: short. What was that guy from the Charlotte Hornets? You uh, Bogues, yeah, you know guys ain't nothing. Come on, we got Isaiah <laughs> Thomas too. You yeah. can be bagging on them like yeah. that. It's
2: all about if your jumper wet. That's yeah. all that it is. be
1: that mom. I'm like, I'm sorry, honey. See, little too short See to we inspired something. the
2: short exactly. black man like
0: him and white exactly. man can't jump. You know what
2: I'm saying? Like,
0: See, that's how we did it. Basic white
2: woman holding us back. <laughs> Sorry, but I'm going to write this two-page status on why you're not tall enough to play basketball. Exactly, right? Oh yeah. Don't, don't let's have do, your feelings hurt. Let's
0: do a meme, too, while we're at it. You know? And we'll just throw it on a go. You know? It doesn't Red. have to mean anything. <laughs>
1: So, so you wanted to be a basketball player
2: and actor yeah and going into that i was just like nah. but one thing i always knew was i was funny like people always like marcus yeah. you silly marcus you funny And then, yeah. like growing up in church i always had a microphone in my hand and always being in front of a crowd but i had to like read stuff out of the bible or or, or, or like do something positive really in front of people i could not really say what was on my mind in church before like, i do my nice joke man, I, I put
0: my right hand on my bible so
2: when when i like when I got introduced to the stage and I got up on stage, like yeah. holding the mic and the stage presence wasn't nothing. That came natural. But just like creating the content and things like that, that's when I had to like dig into my mind and just let people in. And I was yeah. like, yo, this is it. I love it. Like my first time on stage, I ultimately bombed. Like, oh, I'm terrible. But then yeah. I was like, oh, I'm getting back on stage next nice. week. Yeah. And you just keep going and going. And then you get to the point where you become like a like a like a blacksmith sharpening your sword, man. Mm. When you get up on stage, it's like I'm yeah. just sharpening this sword. So when I do gotta use it to slay a crowd, I'm ready. Oh, Ooh, I, I like that. Ooh. We
0: gotta keep that. You know, we just came up with another analogy. Like yeah. I'm basically the tick.
1: And, and I'm the moth. Okay, anybody like this <laughs> is like this is the older millennial. Go ahead. I'm all head. about You the know tick. That? Okay. Yeah. So you know the tick and the moth. So um, we always say like he's the Howard and I'm his Robin. For mm-hmm. Howard Stern. But we're also like a little funnier than like Howard and Robin can be because they can. We you know, like to think we are. We, okay. <laughs> maybe we are. have a little inflated <laughs> ego. I think mean, they're phenomenal, right? I mean they're their own thing. But I was like we're also like tick. And Moth, the superheroes, and not the newer one, yeah, no. the
0: cartoon. No, no, no. No, no, cartoon. No, the cartoon, cartoon right? Right? Better. Yeah, i yeah. definitely yeah. Moth.
1: He's the Tick, and our battle cry is spoon!
2: That's what's up. See, that's what's up. You're on the same page, and you know exactly. And then it's even better because you guys got a team, and when you got a team, <laughs> yeah. both people do their job. I tell everybody together, everyone achieves more. That's what the whole team thing. Ain't that forward, the truth, you know? man?
1: Yeah, always positive. I love seeing people who. Are coming up in the industry it's so f- fascinating as an artist how much other artists get you know jealous or hurt and try oh, and put down and I'm like man there's right. so much content out there there's it, we don't have to only hold on to what we have but support and keep exactly. cheerleading I, other artists out there like I was saying
2: before we came in I'm, I'm I'm crazy enough to believe like whatever you put in the universe that's what you're gonna get out so yeah. if I'm out here preaching hate and just dreadful stuff guess what's coming back my way hate dreadful stuff like nothing of just prosperity I'm always speaking positive on somebody like I always like talking to other artists like if I see somebody that's that that, that paints I'm asking them how long it take you to paint that like wow how did you get that vision in your head like I'm picking his brain because he's an artist just like me yeah people come to me and be like how do you come up with your jokes how do you do this how do you do that and I appreciate that because it's like I want to know, too. Does right. anybody
1: ever say, like, hey, I got a good joke for you? All the time.
0: Yeah, right, <laughs> no, and you're like, oh, I my a, gosh. I have I just a really saw good that joke I'm... for you. No, Ooh, I like it. Ooh, man, you got a joke?
1: <laughs> no, I was just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but it's
0: interesting. You talk about jokes, you know, and my biggest thing is, like, I guess you kind of touched a little bit on religion, right? And some mm-hmm. people feel like, you know, in comedy, you know, religions, uh, it's a touchy place, man. I don't know. If you don't know that religion... To Back be, off, Marcus. To be honest, you know, there's
2: nothing untouchable in comedy. Ooh. There's nothing untouchable.
0: But there's no topic at all that you feel is there. You can tackle everything, or do you feel like there's a topic? It's always a time and
2: place for everything. Like I said, it's oh, okay. always too soon for rape jokes. Don't just pop yeah. out there with rape <laughs> jokes. You like? That's Whoa. December.
0: Yeah, like, I mean, come on, Louis C.K., yeah, like, chill
1: out, man. I mean, that's the opening of a segment. <laughs> it's, know, always, it's always too soon for rape Always.
2: <laughs> you can't just hit somebody with a rape joke because somebody's like, come on, like, God, we got to come here for that. I'm still eating my buffalo wings. Like, <laughs> yeah, you yeah they're have like,
1: I haven't even had my second
2: drink yeah, yet. Damn, <laughs> oh, damn where, where, where are my napkins? Yo, You're already know rape jokes like, uh, like, some stuff is like, oh, man. And I feel so okay. wrong,
0: like, snapping my All fingers or a rape joke. But just,
2: just to finish the answer <laughs> on that, like, the main thing, nothing's really off topic. Is if you if you done done your research and you know what you're talking about, mm. can't nobody say nothing. But when you just up there talking out your you know what, and it's like oh that's not true, that's not right. Then that's when people are like nah you shouldn't do it. But if you if you could back it up like Chris Rock when he talks politics, the way he put the twist on it and everything is perfect. Just like with D. L. Hughley. Yeah. If you educate yourself in it, and once you go up there, can't nobody tell you no. It's like reciting the alphabet. Can't nobody say no. F doesn't come after E. Like, you can't tell me that. I've been doing this forever. So. Well,
0: I think the one of the most interesting stories that's been given a lot of backlash towards SNL, for mm. example. I mean, I'm sure you already yeah. heard about this with the Pete Davidson, you know, saying, I forgot what, what exactly he said. But it was towards that war veteran over in uh, Afghanistan who lost an eye, you know, oh, and, yeah. and then basically re- referenced him. He looks like a 1980s porno star. I
2: didn't see that one. You didn't um, see that one.
1: Yeah, he basically went on. It was I was uh watching the skit and it wasn't I, to me, I think the problem was is Pete Davidson isn't really that funny in yes, my opinion. Yes, sometimes that's when yeah. people and get mad too yeah, when you're not that funny
2: and then you say something like no. Nah,
1: and it man. was kind of a yeah, throwaway. Right. It wasn't like here's my setup am I delivery and you're like okay that was wrong but funny it was a throwaway line of like and he's like a 1980s porn. i, was, mm. I think that's where it was like wait it just minute. seems very
0: like unclassy it's just dumb you know yeah. especially when you know the week that we're about to go into midterms you know and say and then you're going to say yes. something so tasteless like that i
2: mean
1: and you're What's not funny with about? Ariana Grande anymore. So like you don't have any cool points. Boy, bye. <laughs> now, that's,
2: that's why the most important thing in comedy is timing. It's not just timing mm. what you joke, it's timing when you want to say something too. Timing is important in this craft. You just can't
0: That's what I'm saying. I mean it's very interesting I mean, like I, I was kind of mentioning with you on the phone on Wednesday, you know, mm. before you even got on the show and I was like saying, I felt like last year was the biggest downfall for comedy. And basically, one of the examples was the new Bill Burr special. Like, I'm the biggest fanatic of Bill Burr. I love it. I love F is for the family. But then when he starts going up on that whole stand-up where he's like, if I was a dictator, and, you know, and then he goes off on the whole Kanye West being a dictator, he's like, if I was a dictator, I would just kill all the stupid people that go on cruise ships. And I would bomb them all, and I'm like... Is this even funny? Exactly.
1: I want to go on a cruise ship. I still haven't done that yet. So I'm like, wait a minute.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I I always tell my mom, I'm like, yeah, I just saw the stand up and Bill Burr speaking the truth, you know, but it's not funny to me. You know, like that's when it becomes like a fine line, you know, like when are we trying to laugh, you know? Like I said, it's like dark comedy. Like, and sometimes we love that dark comedy. I'm like, I'm a huge Tarantino fan. There's some dark stuff, like even the Hateful Eight. Yeah. Samuel L. Jackson oh is my God. hilarious. Oh, Especially when he's pulling out that Lincoln letter. Oh, I man. never laughed laugh so
2: hard. When he was telling the dude how he killed his son and yeah. tried to kill him. Oh, man. I'm
0: like, this is some dark, gritty, you know, ugly stuff. But we giggle mm-hmm. and we know it's wrong, but yeah. we still laugh to it. And there's c-
1: a, there, there's a, a, a
2: truth
0: in it. Yes, that's, that's the,
2: the whole thing. That's the root of comedy. It's the truth at the end of the day. Yeah. No matter how you say it or how you receive it, it's the truth. Like if there's a fat person in the room and I'm on stage, like, "Hey, look at this fat such, such and such." I'm like, "Ah, he is fat." <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: See, no, what, what are you saying, there You said like <laughs> the Nutty Professor. Yeah, that movie, Nutty
2: Professor, when Dave Chappelle. Yeah, he's playing a, at the piano. Oh, yeah, oh,
0: yeah, that's I'm right, Dave Chappelle. Chappelle on the piano. That's that is
2: fun. So, I always say like another thing with comedy is um, we're we're just saying what you're thinking. Yeah. You might be thinking something, and then when I say you like yo, I was just thinking that that dude up there is fat. Like that's crazy. <laughs> like my last show, it was this dude sitting in the front row, and he had a creepy laugh. He laughed like this, <laughs> like. Hey, 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 hey. And when I got on stage, I told him, I was like, yo, you got one of those, like, the hills have eyes type laughs, dude. Like, you creeping me out. And everybody who was around him just started pointing and laughing. And y'all see him shaking their head, like, yes, yeah, laughing is creepy. Like, I didn't want to say nothing, but that guy was so creepy. I like, was
1: like, please take see, two steps back.
0: That's what I'm wondering. I'm like, is it a fine line to, like, cross into the audience? And, like, is it, like, okay to do that? Because I know Jeffrey Ross is really big on that. When I saw him, he did, and I, I loved it. Like that was so funny seeing him call out like twenty to twenty five people he does uh, not even know.
2: We we call that uh, we call that stage work. Like that's that's what you're supposed to do. Like if I'm coming in, I want you to interact with me. It's just Mm -hmm. like when I grew up in church, my grandfather get up there to preach. If people ain't saying amen, back my grandfather like, well we finna have a long service then. (laughs) You know, because if y'all not agreeing with me and stuff, then what's going on? So I tell people, I'm not here to pick on you. If I ask you a question just say yes or no, participate with it. Yeah. When you out there and we ask you something, you got your arms balled, then we finna tear yourself up. Like, yeah, yeah you about to get it right now. What do you do with well,
1: hecklers? I, that's like, to me, uh, the part that yeah. we Yeah.
2: Man, hecklers, I always tell people, my mom is my biggest heckler. <laughs> my biggest heckler is my mom. I told my mom to stop coming to my shows because while I'm performing, she'll be heckling me.
1: No way. <laughs>
2: And Marcus, you know damn well you can't get a woman like that, and that's Marcus. That's exactly what she'd be doing. You don't be taking no trash out. Yeah. You know, I'm like, yo. You don't pay no bills. I'm like, I'm at work right now. Yeah. You still calling for mommy's money. So I tell people, like, I can't say the stuff I could say to strangers to my mom, so my mom gets a pass. But any, u- <laughs> any other hecklers, I destroy them right there.
0: Be like, I destroy my dad. Any, Not, I wouldn't do it to my mumzy.
2: Any any heckler I get, I destroy. wouldn't even dare. Because if if you if you don't stop the heckler in time, they're gonna steal your show. Yeah, yeah. I've,
1: I've seen that happen. And it
2: happened to me before. I had let this lady distract me, and I had all my material just out my head. I'm trying to talk to this lady, ruined everything. So she won, and I'm like, never again yeah i I, I disrespect them to the fact i have to apologize after the show like like
0: one of your youtube videos i was cracking up the most is like you you got you tackled somebody not tackled literally but like (laughs) you literally went up approached somebody that had a phone in the audience and they kept using the phone and is is that something you feed because i hear you say this is stage work yeah so so. like
2: if, if you got your phone out for one i know you're not paying attention Right. Now it's like mm-hmm. I become a what, teacher What, what, what now? if I'm
0: trying to finish that two page status? I'm like Marcus Hawkins, he's so hot, he's so cute, <laughs> he's so poppin', no, we like in that. the it's nice like, house. It's, it's <laughs> like
2: being in class when like the teacher catch you not paying attention. Yeah, right. The teachers put you on blast. Chris, what you over there writing? Um Stand like, up to read okay, that note. Yeah. <laughs> so if you got your phone out, oh now you become stage work to me now. So what's your name? How are you doing? Right. Okay, you're part of the show now, since you don't want to pay attention, put you on blast. Now that phone's in your pocket and you're listening now.
0: Right. So. You better get a zip. Zip-tie it. Yeah, you not can't even zip-tie a smartphone. That was that was just dumb. No, they got those little <laughs> pouches. You can, can zip-tie the flip phone. <laughs>
2: they, uh, like Your
0: burner phone.
2: At, uh, <laughs> at, at the Chappelle reference. show, they got these little pouches <laughs> that you put your phone in and you zip it up and it don't come unzipped until the yeah. end of the show. <gasps> no That's way. what I was kind
0: of touching on before. It's like, it's totally crazy. So I mean, when
2: you come in, you take your yeah. phone, you put it inside a little pouch and you zip it up and then I guess... Technology well, like, nowadays, the zipper don't unlock dude, until, that's crazy. until Well, that's what the
0: band Tool has been doing. I'm uh, not Tool. Oh, I, I, uh, I like uh, a perfect circle. Yes, they're doing it. Maynard doesn't want. Anybody was Danzig walking. Danzig did that. Yes, Danzig you're right. For their uh, reunion thing. show, yeah,
1: and he and I, I was wondering, like, how do you keep like this many people not pulling their phone out? And now, but yeah.
0: it's yeah. not the, the same as like in comedy where and, they're worried about people stealing their content. This is like, and then, dude, we're just
2: back. Another thing that I noticed, I went to this, uh, I went to this big concert, and I was like, I've been where the venue was. I had service there all the time before on my cell phone, mm-hmm. but when this venue was there, they had something in it the air. It. Nothing. No bars. No nothing. I'm like, this in is that great. pouch, and not, I wasn't even in the pouch. My phone was out, but I had no service.
0: Yeah. That's how I feel when I'm going to an AMC theater.
2: <laughs> you know what I'm
0: saying? Like, okay. like, I, what is this sorcery? Can, Damn you, you Satan! You, you can't get
2: no Wi-Fi and nothing. It's like your phone goes into Rome and I'm like, this is weird. They got like some little signal block thing going on right? or something. Right, I can so.
0: feel the wave pulses hitting my phone and my face.
2: So, because <laughs> a lot of times people. People record you on live, so I get to see you for free. Yeah. Nah. Nah. Lock your phone up. I need that $15.
0: (laughs) That's the truth. I mean, that, that is crazy. That's the truth. And you know what? This is this is coming to, to a close to just talking. But we got Marcus Hawkins that's sticking around for the segment Strike Accord, which we love and dearly love. Uh, this has been great. If you haven't followed him on social media yet this whole time while we've been talking, go follow him. Yes. It's the Marcus Real Funny.
2: That's right. Marcus Real Funny on Instagram. You can put me at Marcus Real Funny and find me on Twitter. Just type in Marcus Real Funny in your Google and follow everything that pops up. Yeah, you know what? Why why don't we just say and Google? And then
1: see him tonight <laughs> yes. at the Ice House at 10:00. ten o'clock p.m.
0: Yeah, that's right. Stage and, they, two. and even next week, we even got the Laugh Factory, Chocolate Sundays, Ooh. First Impressions. We're I'm going to go to that. That
1: sounds amazing.
2: Yes. Woo! It is.